Year after year, as we gather on Passion Sunday, we hear one of the three Synoptic Gospel Passion narratives. And, of course, every Good Friday, we hear St. John's uh, Passion narrative. Each of these Passion narratives gives us a different, perhaps, flavor or perspective, different emphasis, a different way of viewing the crucifixion. Each helps us to understand more fully the mystery that we cannot understand completely. Especially in the Gospel of St. Luke, we hear something amazing happening. If you've paid attention several times throughout the Passion, Jesus reveals who truly is in control. It's not the powers that be or thought they would be in power. It's not Pilate, it's not Herod, it's not the Pharisees or the Sadducees, the Sanhedrin. It's him. Because who has greater power than the one who shows mercy when terribly afflicted? Did you catch that? When the high priest's servant's ear is cut off, Jesus stops and heals the man. Who does that? Or as he's being condemned, he stands there silently, doesn't say a word in defense of himself. And even as Pilate is declaring him innocent, certainly innocent of capital charges, he knows what's to happen. He knows that his disciples are going to run. He knows that Peter is going to betray him, deny him, to the point of denying even his very self that he was, in fact, a Galilean. Jesus looks at him with mercy all the same. And as they're crucifying him, instead of cursing like any other person perhaps would, Jesus, the Son of God, forgive them. They know not what they do. He stops and consoles the women her wailing and lamenting him. Weep not for me, but weep for yourselves and your children. And of course, when the good thief asks for mercy, just to be remembered, Jesus promises him paradise. Why? The whole point of the crucifixion, the whole point of this passion is to reveal the mercy, the love of God. Jesus is in control. He knows this is a way to salvation, way to save us. Yes, even us, 2,000 years later, way to save the whole entire world. And he would do it again and again and again if he needed to. But because he was perfect, but because he was innocent, there is no need. Perhaps that's why, in addition to showing these acts and moments of mercy, St. Luke is insistent in declaring Jesus innocent, to the point even the words of the centurion who sees him die, surely this was an innocent man. He's a perfect sacrifice. The Son of God crucified for us to give us life. The question for us, perhaps, is what do we do? How do we respond? 
How do we act when we ourselves are afflicted? Do we act with the mercy that Christ gives us? An act of grace because of his death and resurrection? Or do we respond in the way of all fallen flesh? With curses, groans, pity parties. Jesus Christ is in control. He knows this is a way to salvation. The choice is for us. Do we accept this gift?